We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday gear patrol calls their new dive watch the best sub 500 dive watch full stop men's health rated them as the most stylish solar watch in the game who are we talking about it's movement they're leveling up your gift giving with the sleekest watches you can buy and the biggest deals of the season from their innovative ceramic materials to sexy automatic divers from ultra thin dress watches to solar powered statement pieces and everything in between Movement is making sure you're the good gifter this year, for your family, your friends, or for yourself. And now you can take advantage of 30 to 50% off Movement's California clean watches, jewelry, and accessories to get them a gift they'll never forget. With fast free shipping and returns and amazing bang for your buck, Movement makes for a relaxed shopping experience. And with one-size-fits-all watches, it's an easy, elegant gifting experience too. Shop 30 to 50% off now at MVMT.com. That's MVMT.com. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic coming to you with your PGA DFS first look for the Valero Texas Open. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell as we get going. Goes a long way for me on this video. That way I can keep doing them. Goes a long way for you. You become a prize whenever great DFS content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. But... I'm looking over at Prize Picks to start off. They're the sponsor of our lovely little program, and we still have no golf that is available yet, per usual. That's kind of been the norm here for Tuesdays. All of that will be available to you on Wednesdays, but if you are watching on Tuesday, and we're <laughs> pretty close away from this taco, Steph Curry, 23 and a half. I think I want more than that. That's for damn sure. But take advantage of those tacos on Taco Tuesday. They have great stuff like Wednesday. You can jump in for just a dollar from like, 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. You could put a dollar on anything that you wanted to in the prize pick streets. Went up to 25x your money. You're putting two, three, four, five, or six player picks together. You're going to take more or less, and you're going to win money, especially if you have stochastic projections. So check it out. My dog wanted to say hello to everybody involved as well here as we're getting going, but uh, we keep it moving. We keep it moving. I'm looking at uh, a lot of the numbers over here for prize picks in the NBA streets today. Looks great, but can't wait for golf to come out. Make sure you check it out. If it's your first time joining us here, well, we won't start over on DraftKings, but here's how we do things. We are going to go from the top golfers tool, which is the premier tool at Stochastic, talk you through some of what we're looking at for, for the, the Valero Texas Open. Then we're going to jump over to Fantasy Cruncher. I'm going to help you out, show you something. I always try to think of something new to show everybody on how to do it, how to put groups together, how to upload your own columns, how to upload stuff from the Top Golfers tool and upload it directly to Fantasy Cruncher, things of that nature. If you ever have questions, hit me up uh, at Eric Lindquist. I'm generally pretty agreeable with those things. Happy to help you out. And then we'll finish it out with building a DraftKings single entry lineup. Yes, single entry, keeping in mind some of the things that we're looking at, but we're starting at the Valero Texas Open. We're talking TPC San Antonio. A lot of different skills types. I mean, <laughs> Charlie Hoffman, not exactly a bomber who's going out there and competing every single time, but a lot of iron play. You can find some chipping and putting here for sure. You got to make putts in some of these, but iron play for sure. The premier part of what I'm looking at here, and 
right from the get-go, the guy pulling the most ownership on the entire week, no doubt about it, is going to be Tyrrell Hatton. It's not all that cost prohibitive, even at 10-9 to make him work. He is the favorite for the golf tournament, plus 1,300 is the best number available. That's over at FanDuel right now. But Tyrrell Hatton, the iron play has just been off the charts good this entire year. There's no question about it. 8.4 strokes he gained at the players in that second place finish. That final round Sunday, 65 was pretty good too. Fourth at the Arnold Palmer, 3.8 strokes gained with the approach. Sixth at the waste management. He lost 1.1, finished 40th at the Genesis. Lost a little with the putter there too. But putter and iron play together, it's going to be tough to fade him. That's for damn sure. But it's not an elite player like that of... Uh, Scotty Scheffler or Rory McIlroy, guys that you would just expect in a field like this would go completely batshit crazy and, and finish, you know. They'd be plus 300, plus 400 coming into this week, something ridiculous like that. But Tyrrell Hatton is still the quality, the class of this field, I believe, and I think a lot of the field does too, based on that ownership. I will definitely have some hard to get away from a guy who, you know, carries the only win percentage close to 5% here. But the guy underneath him here, I'm surprised, isn't pulling more ownership. This is the Corey Connors time of the year. He's finished three straight Masters in the top 10. Yes, top 10 in three straight Masters. That's next week. We're going to be talking a lot about that, this PGA First look. Uh, uh, uh. You're going to want to watch it then. Uh, uh. I don't know who I'm talking to. If you're watching it now, you're definitely going to watch it for the Masters. But Corey Connors is just a guy that uh, pulling less ownership than Ricky Fowler. Hideki with the neck injury. I think this comes up a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, I think people are a little bit nervous about the injury risk there, but last time people were worried about injury risk with Hideki Matsuyama. He went out and won the Masters, so you probably needed to have him then. Just throwing it out there. He's had a lot of injuries since then too, but primarily this neck injury, I think he's going to be just fine if he is indeed teeing it up. Wants to get some reps before he goes to a golf course that he's won at. Uh, that being Augusta National. Seems like a good one you'd want to go win a golf tournament at, but Corey Connors... I am in love with for tournaments. I think if we go to the single entry builds, you'll see. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton, Connors. I don't think it's all that crazy to have a little bit of both in those single entry builds, but I'm leaning towards just getting to Corey Connors, leaning on him, having that be the guy that I start a lot of my builds with. We can look at the negatively leveraged players alongside of it. Nikolai Hogard, I like a lot at 8K, but so does the field, and the optimal percentage is pretty low. And he finished second at Corrales last week, but it was the Corrales, let's be serious. Not that this field is exponentially better than that, but, like, it still is, so want to just throw that out there. I feel like Nikola Hogard is going to be somebody that you want to be invested in. I think he makes... Uh, this is something Ben says a lot. Uh, ben Rouse, my buddy, over at the Odd Chopper Golf Channel, uh, says that they make a better bet than a DFS play, which sounds counterintuitive, but I think what he's getting at is that the ownership is just really, really high, had to cough. The ownership is really, really high. And so you want to find paths to still invest in that player. And the odds generally are pretty efficient. Whereas this is a little bit inefficient. You're just seeing such negative leverage. The second most negatively leveraged golfer. And I want to play Hatton. I'm not going to be giving up Hatton's iron play on this kind of a golf course. So it is what it is. Same thing with Ricky Fowler, Siwoo Kim. Tons of negative leverage going their direction. But part of that is because it just gets uncomfortable in the 7-8K range like most of these weaker field events do. We do see Will Gordon, which, again, the field has just gotten so much better at identifying players on the rise. Will Gordon 
Andrew Putnam's been around for a little bit here, but Aaron Rye is probably the other piece, piece of piece of chalk. I don't know why I said it like that. Piece of chalk. There we go. No lisp. That was good. He's the only other piece of chalk that I'm really able to eat here because of that iron play. And I think he does pair with like a Tyrrell Hatton, but that's kind of his bread and butter. When we've seen Aaron Rye succeed here over, I mean, he succeeded a lot overseas coming from England, uh, played well in the DP World Tour, European Tour. Uh, hasn't put it together the way you would want to see in America yet, but when he does, it will be iron play. That is his premier part of his golf game. And Davis Riley, this is a little weird to me how many people want to be betting him and playing him at 20% this week. I like Davis Riley. Don't get me wrong, but there are so many players who look like Davis Riley to me who are $1,000 cheaper, like a Ben Griffin, a David Lingmurth who's playing really good golf. This isn't very indicative. This isn't very nice. David Lingmurth has been balling for us. Talked about him in single entry. David Lingmurth played good at the Valspar, from my understanding. He played really good, obviously, at TVC Sawgrass. So uh, let's find the old box score here, shall we? I don't know why my internet's so slow. Yeah, 27th at the Valspar, T6 there. A little bit of negative leverage going there, but nothing that's too crazy that I can't get to a little bit. But let's look at the positively leveraged players, because you're going to see a little bit of a trend here. Injury risk. Can't putt past his prime here's where i'm really starting to have fun tyler duncan i think is a great play at 7200 i feel like duncan donuts is going to be somebody that i have to fire up in some capacity seeing as he has a 5.7 percent optimal percentage and just nothing really happening there i can't even look at cameron champ's name it makes me disgusted watch him win now that i said that but Stuart sink the kitchen sink what a great nickname go tiger but Stuart sink this is a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, he's pulling absolutely no ownership. We saw him have some really, really nice form here over the course of the last few years, but hit a little bit of a speed bump of late here. 6,800, though. Weak feel event. I think this is kind of the times to take shots. Just like, I think this is the Pierce and Cootie. Texas, UT, Hook'em Horns, all that crap. 6,900 for him there. Looks real good if you're going to have that talent really start to come to the forefront started to put together some nice rounds there in times we saw him make the cut at the honda him and his brother played together well they didn't play together but they played in the same event why isn't cootie showing up here 6900 i know he's there i know he's there just trust me did i look at this wrong cootie 6900 i feel like i'm taking crazy pills does anybody else see him there he is oh gonna die there yeah these aren't good corn fairy tour miscut that's not good Valspar, eh he played really good the arnold palmer i think that that probably played into some of it honda was whatever i'm just saying the pedigree is there i think we want to take some shots there 6900 positive leverage yay top golfers tool for at least liking him and to finish it out let's go to the most popular players once more see where these pockets of owner of owner I don't know what that was. Where some of these pockets of ownership are falling. I like Alex Noren, 8,800. A little bit of positive leverage going his direction. Seeing this green column over here, we've got Matt Wallace with negative leverage, but Austin Eckrote at GOAT, as he's better known. Starting to show a little bit of form. About GD time, that's for sure, but positive leverage going his direction at 7,100. I feel pretty good about that. Even though he's pulling a little bit of ownership, still some positive leverage, and then... 
got to give the uh, mandatory shout out on this golf course to 7K Charlie Hoffman. Positive leverage. Oh boy, am I nervous about how much I might actually have of him and Akshay Bhatia. Now, Bhatia, he's younger, negative leverage. It's kind of a shot on talent. But Charlie Hoffman has played this golf course so well. He's been playing so terrible, though. I don't believe in course history nearly as much as what I do current form, so that's a problem. But the course history is elite beyond elite beyond elite. Former winner here, two seconds within the last five years as well, including two years ago, that final round where he was alongside Matt Wallace and then winner Jordan Spieth. <sighs> yeah, he's going to make my single entry team probably, and I'm going to throw up, and I probably, probably will deserve a good schlacking. Eric Van Roy and EBR, shout out him. A little bit of negative leverage, but nothing crazy. Not as much crazy as Will Gordon. And hey, Eric Cole, back in the world. People are playing him because he played well one time at the Honda. But that does it for the Top Golfers Tour. Uh, tour? What am I talking about today? Top Golfers Tool over here at Stochastic. It's phenomenal. Find this positive leverage. Things are going to change between now and tomorrow. So keep aware of that. But that does it here. Uh, hit that like button, too, as we're moving across. We're, what, the 1144 range? All right. I got a little bit of time here. I don't really think there's a lot I want to talk about when it comes to Fantasy Cruncher. We've done some cool groups things. We've talked about setting max salaries that might be lower depending on the field. This one might be one where you definitely don't want to zero it out because you'll run into the same pockets of players. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They can sing. They can dance. Here we go. Let's just make four lineups quick. Oh, look at that, 50K. Oh, look at that, 50K. Two of the top four projected lineups right now. Oh, God, Aaron Ryzen are projected. <sighs> not projected. I'm, I'm I'm in pain. I wish the field was not there, that's for sure. But two 50K builds here right from the get-go. This one, Sammy and Ben Martin, and you got so many keys you think I'm Valley Parking. That was low by, I don't know the artist. But either way, we have ways... To change that, you simply change the setting there. We also have tea times. We've talked about tea time stacks before. That's pretty easy to do. You simply set groups. You add all the tea times from one stack together. See, look at this. I'm, I'm literally just, if it looks good in the morning, I haven't even looked at weather. I'm going to be dead honest with you. But you can group everybody together. The tea's off at this 7.31 a.m. out on the West Coast time and earlier. Of course, this, co this golf course, uh, golf tournament is being played not on the West Coast, so keep that in mind. But you can do the tee time stacks. We've talked about that. We've talked about setting key players where you don't want to get to super chalky players. You know what? I think that that's a good reviewer. Let's do that. So Tyrrell Hatton is pulling 30% ownership. Actually, a little bit more. And Hogarth, Siwoo Kim, Ricky Fowler. I think that there's some ways to play Tyrrell Hatton. Where he, I mean, obviously you can't play a lot of these guys. I mean, you put Hatton and, and Ricky Fowler together, you're really tight on salary, that's for damn sure. But as you move down the board, there's some lower-owned pieces that I think you want to get some exposure to. So I think what I might do, just to show you for an example, we could do a group. And we're just going to call this the Hatton Tournament Group. You know, because we're going to have Tyrrell Hatton be the captain of it. Here we go. I'm the key player now. There we are. Tyrrell Hatton's going to be the key player. Now, all these other players that are pulling tons of ownership, we can slide to the right. We can group by ownership. I'm going to add Hogard, Kim, Fowler, Riley, Todd, Gordon, 
can't believe Brendan Todd's pulling more ownership than guys like this. Da, 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 da. We're going to just simply go and add everybody that is in the top. Anybody pulling double-digit ownership? There's a quicker way. That's if you go to the bottom and click on it this way. But why be smart when you can work more or something like that? I want to simply go to at most. So we're, we have this key player. It's Tyrrell Hatton. 10-9. Now, a lot of these players are expensive, but we have some Ben Martin, 7,100 there. We have Andrew Putnam, 7,800. Will Gordon, 7,200. If any key player is used, then use at most two players from this grouping. That's going to guarantee me three players that have less than 10% ownership. See how that works? Not too difficult. So we have this group set. We are ready to rock. Let's say I'm making it for the $3 the 20 max. I think that that's a tournament that a lot of people play. A lot of you listening play. You're going to do mini max stuff. Maybe you don't need to be that exclusive if you're going to be playing that. But for sure, in the, the 20 max, I do not want more than three of these guys together. That is, that is just like a definite no-go for me. Because you run into four and you're running into so much overlap and you're running into problems. And it is what it is. Yeah, everything looks good there. I was going to add a tiny bit of randomness. I'm going to just do this. This is not very much randomness at all when you're doing normal distribution randomness for what it's worth. You know what? Next time, I'm going to talk the difference between classic randomness and normal distribution randomness for sports like golf, higher variance outcomes, 68, 99.7, talking from standard deviations from the curve. That's a conversation for a different day. I love math. I also love crunching lineups for you. So here we are. Hatton, only 35% of them here. Very, very flat exposures, but my friends, oh, these look nice. Oh, this doesn't look good though, Luke List. Get out of my life, you break my heart, kid. This looks nice. Again, nothing crazy in terms of ownership percentage, but like way better lineups than you'd be running into if you're gonna have a ton of these pieces. Now, I didn't set an ownership cap. I didn't say, oh, I can't play Corey Connors and Siwoo Kim and anybody who's there together. Ryan Gerard, good lord. Don't forget to remove all the players under like 6,500. Probably you'll do that again this week. But so many ways, so many ways that you can just limit the amount of ownership you have in your lineup like instantly without too much work and not enough people are doing this. Woo, 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 Brandon, woo. I love this lineup. Oh my lord. I'm in love. I said I didn't like Davis Riley, but I like Davis Riley when I have Wu, Ekro, and Palmer together that are all pulling less than 11% ownership when you add them all together. Less than 13% ownership, but you know, whatever. It's really good stuff. So that is what you can learn today. Make sure you can use key players. And hey, let's say that you want to build some more lineups where, Eric, I don't want to deal with that. Simply disable the group. Group is disabled and will not be used. You could do this for specific players where it's like, all right, I'm going to build around Corey Connors and I'm going to have, you know, minimum, I'm, or I want to get two of these chalky players together. You could change this to at least two or between two and three players. You could do things like that. So lots of ways that you can mix up the groups, whatever works for you. Again, the right answer is finding a group of lineups that can be unique, finding a group of lineups that fit what you're going for in the contest that you're playing in. So that was me kind of gearing lineups towards like a 20 max setting. 
and it didn't require that I took some massive stand. And I still think these lineups are pretty darn good outside of I would remove a lot of the players that are leaking in that are sub 6,500. But otherwise, this looks like a pretty good flat exposure where I know these lineups are going to look... What you talking about, Wallace? I want to see these Wallace ones. Gerard. See, I don't want Ryan Gerard. He's coming up in everything. But there you go. Really quick way to make some 20 max lineups that are better than the average bear. So let's round this out, shall we? Going to the single entry spot on DraftKings, hit that like button as we do this. Talked about it before, Corey Connors. No way in God's green earth that I'm not going to be clicking on his name. I could start Hatton too. There's enough players in the low sevens that we can take shots on. Talked about Tyler Duncan. Talked about EVR. Talked about Lingmer. Talked about Ekro. But I think I'm going to try building here without one Tyrrell Hatton and kind of see how we go from there. Like Davis Riley, way too owned for me this week. It's sad, sad times, sad times to be alive. But yeah, Matt Wallace just put together the win here. We have a very, very popular Nicolet Hogard. We have exposure to pretty much anything we want to do up here because Connor's pretty flat owned, whereas Hatton, Fowler, all pulling quite a bit of ownership. I'm going to bring up Alex Noren here. 8,800 feels like an overpay. I mean, it is an overpay. Let's be dead serious. Three missed cuts, but... These are the kind of spots where it's, again, iron play. I'm looking for these guys who could just string it together, maybe get hot in that department for a week. And 8,800, nobody is going to click on him. Nobody. So might as well be us, right, fam? Thomas Dietrich. I'm very curious to see where his ownership lands come tomorrow, that's for sure, because I have interest. Yes, I do. I have interest. How about you? Aaron Rye, our next click. 7,900, no way. Jose. I was an Aaron Rye person forever. I had two weeks of malpractice where I just didn't click on him. And of course, T19 at the players. That would have been nice to... It was better than other things I made at the Players' Championship. That's for sure. Brandon Wu, Wu, Wu. Brandon Wu. Want to have him into the party as well. And then there are a number of ways that you can go about it. I only put five players into this lineup at a time. And I talked about Tyler Duncan. This feels like a spot to go. And this might look gross, but... Again, third, Honda, weaker field. Third, Corrales, weaker field. Tyler Duncan, I cannot believe he's not pulling more ownership than what we have. And Will Gordon pulling more. Eric Cole negatively leveraged as well. Tyler Duncan going to be somebody who's there. 8,500. Lots of players in this range that we can go to. We could go to my guy, Dietrich, last week's winner at the Corrales. Matt Wallace, T7. He's gaining tons with the iron, so I'm just throwing it out there. Matt Wallace. I just don't want to click it and finish the lineup and do the whole thing, even though that's just like, it fits. I don't like that it has 50K flat out, but I don't think that'll be duped. That's for damn sure. So that does it for me here. Your Valero Texas Open first look. Don't forget to check out Live Before Lock, Ben Raza, my guy Jeff Ulrich. Check them out on Wednesday night starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Check out Prize Picks as well. Use promo code Lindy. Get yourself up to $100 first match deposit bonus over there. They'll have all of their golf stuff up for you on Wednesday. But I'm going to get myself the heck up out of here. Going to be a fun week. And then the Masters next week. Best time. What a time to be alive. It's so true. Until then, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the PGA DFS streets at the Valero Texas Open.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday new on curiosity stream i'm james burke i'm going to take you on a journey through time james burke's visionary series returns reimagined for our time now this is all uncharted territory the washington post hails burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the western world the new york times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another where do we want to go from here experience all new connections so what's the next connection with monthly annual and bundled plans find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com